Good morning, and welcome to Ask the Pro, a paid commercial program. The opinions expressed are those of the participating clients and not necessarily those of the management and staff of WLVL. Ask the Pro is an informational-based program designed to advertise the product and or service of the client and to introduce them to the WLVL listening audience. Your questions and comments are welcome throughout the show. Just call 716-433-1433. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, September 8th, and I am so fortunate to be joined in studio. None of this portion's pre-recorded business for us. It's all live and on the air with our very own good friend, Dr. Ken Kerbs from Kerbs Chiropractic and Wellness, located at 741 Davison Road, right here in the city of Lockport. Good morning, Dr. Ken. Good morning, Eric. How are you today? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Yes. Having a good day. Yes, I Just, am. Just, uh, you know, hanging around doing my thing. We are live today, so yes. Yes, alive, live and alive. I don't know if we ever did a pre-recorded. I'm not sure if that's ever been done in all the years that I've done this. No, um, certainly not since I've been doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no. I pre- precede you by many, many, many years. Only so. by 30, <laughs> yeah. 30 years or so. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been doing this quite a bit longer yes. than I have. But boy, what a fun time we've been having it yes. while we've been doing it together. My goodness. Absolutely. It's, it's, been, it's been a hoot. No question about that. So uh, I see you got a nice fresh haircut. You're looking good. Yeah. Looking sharp. I got it all cleaned up. Yep. Yep. Every uh, four weeks. I'm I'm a little bit regimented in my life, so every four weeks, you know, that's my schedule. I always set the next one up so I never have an issue with, you know, whether my hair gets out of control. So I I mm-hmm. I almost envy you in a way on that <laughs> because it's like I'll look in the mirror one day and go, Holy smokes, you look like a rat. Better go get your haircut. Yeah. And then I go get my haircut. Of course sometimes I don't. And the last time I didn't I well, didn't get my haircut for like well, two and a half years. And it was down to my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's I, that's something I just can't do. I just I have to have a, I have to have some sense of order. Um, that's <laughs> ask my children. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, that's funny. See, see, the more order in my life, the better I am. So it works out really good. So. <laughs> well, I, um, I, I, I just I got nothing with that because I don't have enough order to. Uh, I, I, I'm just not that organized. Yeah. See, the thing is, when you, when I do it on a schedule like that, there's never any like drastic change. Like if you had hair down your shoulders and then went to the current cut you have, people would go, "Oh my God, what happened to you?" It's so shocking. That's what they do, um, and that rarely happens to me because it just doesn't. Because I just keep it very regular. So, mm-hmm. and four weeks seems to work out really good for me. Well, it's it's about it's about right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me. How was your weekend last oh, weekend? <laughs> so we wink, just came wink, off. Wink, nudge, we nudge. just came off the uh, the holiday weekend, which was a long weekend for me. And um, and I don't get a lot of time off. But when I had this, I you know I've been I've been going pretty hard all summer. You know, people who know me with my gardens and things like that. It just sometimes I just need a break. Yes. Um, and so I had the opportunity to venture off to Providence, Rhode Island. 
which is the new home of my daughter, Dr. Hannah Kerbs, who is, you know, just uh, began her practice there in May of this year, May May 15th of this year, she started there. So I went, I went to update and see how things were going and how things were going in the practice and in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I assumed I was going for a nice relaxing weekend um, with my daughter since she had the same time off that I did and we were just going to have fun. Well, it didn't turn out that way. I mean, we had fun. We had a lovely time together. It was wonderful spending time with her. Um, but I realized how much work still needed to be done in her apartment as far as dad things to do. Uh-huh. You know, like hanging pictures and mirrors and plant hooks and repotting plants and and uh, organizing things and getting things back the way that they should be. So we had an incredibly productive weekend. We have a call. Oh, we do. Wow. Let's see if it's for you or for Tradio. <laughs> Sometimes the early ones are, so let's go. Good morning, caller. You are on WLVL with our very own Dr. Ken Curves. What is your question, comment, or thought, please? Are we there? No caller. I'm thinking they were not thinking the same thing we're thinking. (laughs) So at any rate, you were thinking you were going to have a nice, calm, relaxing weekend just to get to unplug for a while because it has been a very intense summer. Yeah. And And what happened? Tell me. Well, well, it just, like I said, I got there very late Friday night. you know, nor, sometimes I would fly into into Boston. Actually, to fly into Boston is more efficient and more cost effective. Um, however, Hannah lives forty five minutes from Boston from Logan Airport, which isn't a bad. Except you got to take into consideration traffic, Boston traffic. You know, yeah. and that becomes a real that becomes a real issue. Especially so, since Boston's roads were designed around cow paths. Yeah, yeah, and so I was, I was fine. We would, I would have been fine in my trip there. However, the return trip would have been very different. I would have to leave it. I would have to lose a day. I would have to come back a day early because she could have not gotten me to the airport on Tuesday morning, and still made it to work and get her stuff done. So I flew into Providence, which was worked out great. She only lives ten minutes from Providence Airport. Um, and it worked out really well. But I didn't get in until probably my flight got in at about 11 o'clock oh boy. at night. Yuck. Um, which, for anybody who knows me, I am not a night person. Right. Um, I'm an early morning person, and I fade out quickly. But I was fine. I was pretty pumped up to go see her. Now, realize we've talked about this in past shows that Hannah and I are currently doing a 75-day hard challenge. Um, and part of that hard challenge is that you have to do two workouts per day, uh, 45 minutes in the morning, 45 minutes at night, and one of them has to be outside. Um, so... I got through, I mean, I was, it was a crazy day for me on Friday. I got everything done except my 45 minute outside workout. So, <laughs> so when I, Jack, when I, I so, so, no, I, it was just like a lot of times it's, a lot of times it's just a walk. Okay. Cause I do my heavy workout in the morning. Okay. But it just was something, you know, 45 minutes. So I, I text Hannah. I go, Hannah, I haven't done my evening thing. She, she, well, she told me she was going to do hers. And I said, why don't you wait? She goes, you want to do a midnight walk? I said, absolutely. We're going to do that. So uh-huh. at midnight, we walked 45 minutes around the city of Providence and had just, it, it was absolutely wonderful. It was, it was great. It was a, it was a, it was a wonderful time, you know, reconnecting with her, having 45 minutes to just 
have a casual walk and talk and FaceTime. Yeah, and and so to important. and to really um, experience. I mean, Providence is an incredibly beautiful city, and she lives in a great neighborhood, um, very historic. She's only three blocks down from Brown University, oh, um, so you've got you've got incredible architecture and just it was just one beautiful home after another. There was nothing, no cookie cutter homes there. You know, it was all just really really special stuff. So we enjoyed that. So, but it was a very late night. But then again, realize I'm an early morning person. So I was up. I really slept in Saturday morning till six o'clock. I bet you did. You know, so, but then I was up ready to go. Um, and, and, and we, again, we continued throughout the whole day. So we were able to do work on our, on our, um, challenge together for three days, which was kind of cool. Cause usually we do it just by texting and communicating, FaceTiming and stuff like that yeah. back and forth. So it was kind of nice to do it with her. How cool is you know? that? Yeah, it was good. It was a really good. I, I just, I, really I'm good. just visualizing this midnight walk with yeah. your daughter. You just, Get to talk. And, it was, you know, and we really did that. We did that every night we were there. We did not that late. Not right. well. I shouldn't say not that late, but many times it was ten o'clock at night. By the time we got done with what we were doing and mm-hmm. and uh, and to go on and do that, uh, do our walk, and that was really um, that was a special part of it. That it's was bonding. Really nice. yeah. Bonding is so important. Yeah. So yeah. so, what were you doing <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> well, when I was, you mean as far as like the apartment? I mean, uh, well, you you had dropped her off in May, right? In May is when I moved her in there. Right. Right. And that was a crazy weekend because it was so much physical work. And I thought, okay, we were going to – I thought she had some pictures to hang, right? Well, it became a whole lot more than that. So, you know, we ended up, you know, hanging curtains, hanging pictures, drilling holes in ceilings for plant hangers, hanging mirrors, um, going out shopping for miscellaneous stuff that just to kind of complete her apartment. And so between our – 75 day hard challenge and the time it took to do that being out there in the community and finding things that she needed or wanted for her apartment and then actually doing the physical work it was three full days of you know of work i mean i we we finished up at midnight monday night right. is when we did the last things and i had to be up at 5 a.m to catch my flight um so it was a it was an incredibly productive weekend mm-hmm. i wanted you know one of the plans was to go down to newport which is about 45 minutes south of her you know right in the ocean and yeah. quite a quite a beautiful historic resort area and I opted to say no. Let's. I, I. It was more important for me to get her stuff done than it was to go and, you know, spend the day there. We still spent every time together, but but it was it was much more productive to get her her situated. So it was good. Good. It's, it was really good. It's, uh, it just makes me happy. Yeah. That, it, that you're, you're doing all this it, stuff. It's and, wonderful. And you do it with joy in your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, know, i got to drill holes in the ceiling and put this stuff away. Yeah. And when you have adult children and, and they want to spend time with you and they want to, you know, engage like that, it was really good. And then I got to experience, you know, on Monday we went to her office, you know, her, her the clinic that she works in. She's one of four doctors in the clinic. And um, it was nice. So I got to see her experience because when I went there before, I, I mean, I had been to the office, but she wasn't an employee there at that point. Now, you know, she has her finished space and, you know, and then she, as the doctor, worked on her dad, you know, which was a great experience, too, to see, you know, to see that come to full fruition as far as, you know, watching your child grow, develop, follow in the same profession, and then to also be able to, you know, to take care of you. 
So she she worked her magic on her dad. She did, you know, and it was it was emotional because it's like, oh my God, look at you, look what you've done, you know? right? Look, look how you you've aco- what you've accomplished. Look yeah. how how proud I am that you've become the 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 human being, the woman, and the doctor that you are. She's a very talented girl. Ah, life very is good. Yeah, life is good. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we are. Have Dr. Ken Curves from Curves Chiropractic and Wellness in studio. We are live, and uh, if you would care to join our conversation, you can certainly do so by calling four three three one four three three four three three fourteen thirty three. Love to have you in on the conversation, talking about all things chiropractic and more chiropractic plus. Maybe <laughs> is that how we want to? Put it. <laughs> it's interesting because one of the things that I've been doing in my one of the parts of the challenge that we're doing, and we are I, I can't remember what day we're on, but out, out of fifty or out of seventy five days, um, let's see, today is today's day fifty nine. Okay, so fifty nine days out of seventy five days that we've done this challenge, and the challenge consists of a forty five minute morning workout, a forty five minute evening workout one again has to be outside you have to um, read 10 pages in a non-fiction book meaning like a self-help book or improvement type thing you know non-fiction you have to take a, a progress picture of yourself every single day and you have to drink at least a gallon of water you have to stick to a specific diet plan. It can be whatever diet you want, mm-hmm. but you have to stick to it no cheating days, no alcohol um and and that's every day. Now the the challenge is if you mess up on any one of those things, you have to start, start from day over. one. And knowing the um that I, I consider myself relatively disciplined, like I schedule my haircut every four weeks. Relatively okay, disciplined. That there was no way I was going to mess up and start all over again, and I haven't. So day fifty nine is today. You know we've only got what to actually not it's. It actually ends on my birthday, okay? The the 75th day is my birthday. And so it's kind of cool to... Um, and that was one of the reasons I jumped in is because when I saw we're 75 days left, I thought, oh, that's a great goal, you know, is to end on that. Hmm. And and but, but what I've seen is the improvement from being consistent. I mean, I've always worked out and exercise. But to be as consistent and disciplined as I am, there's been some very significant changes in how I feel and how I look. And I just really mm-hmm. enjoy I enjoy that. The dietary part was never a problem for me. I didn't have to do any drastic changes in my diet. I'm, I eat very cleanly and um, and all that stuff. Um, the my biggest challenges, the biggest challenge for me was the drinking a gallon of water a day. That was that's tough. That's that, a that's a, it's a lot of water. That's a lot of now, water. I don't drink anything but water, but that's still a lot of water. Um, for me to drink, and that was a challenge. I've gotten used to it. I, I space it out now. I have to time it through the day, mm-hmm. um, so that I get it done. Because again, I don't want to drink much after dinner because then I'm up multiple times in the night, and I really don't care to do that. I don't usually get up at night, um, but that certainly, you know, certainly will do it to you. Yeah, a gallon of water will do right. that to you. Yeah, you're getting up whether you want to or not. Right. But the thing, the thing that was more most powerful for me was the reading. Okay, sure. because. You know, I read, but I'm not disciplined in reading. Okay. Um, it's hard to hold my attention because I've always got other more important things to do than to sit down and read. And so, um, you know, in reviewing the challenge, they said, you know, when you get done with this, you'll have read 750 pages. Okay. 75 days, 10 pages a day. Um, 
and I thought, wow, that's interesting. Well, that's I've had a whole this, book. Yeah, I've had this book sitting around for a number of years that I've been wanting to get to, but it's been so intimidating to me because it's 850 pages long. And um, it is, it's actually, a, it's a chiropractic philosophy book. It was written by the developer, Dr. B.J. Palmer, the developer of oh, the right. profession. And it's a book that I've been, like I've had it for a number of years, but I just always avoided it because it was too overwhelming to me. And I thought, what a perfect time to attack this. And I did. And I mark off 10 pages every day. And I, I stick, now again, if I get, if I'm a page away from an end of a chapter, I'm going to read a little more. I never read less. Right. Sometimes I'll read more. But to discipline myself to read every day has been a, a game changer for me. Um, to sit there and, and again, I'm an early morning person. So I mean, sometimes I'm reading at five o'clock in the morning. Um, but I get it done. I get it done for the day. And it's, it's forming this habit again for me that that is one thing I will definitely be continuing. Um, I will have completed this book because, I mean, even though it's 850 pages, I should have it done with reading a few extra pages here and sure. there by the end of the challenge, which is a huge accomplishment for me to do that. Um, but the only things I won't stick to when it's over with is I probably won't drink a gallon yeah. of water a day. I probably will not. I'll drink more than I usually do, but I probably won't. I won't force myself. I'm sometimes I'm forcing myself to drink the gallon, and I won't take a picture of myself every day. I just think that's unnecessary. <laughs> well, now that um, you're 59 days into it, right? Yeah. yeah. So did you look back at day one? I picture? don't. No, I haven't. I don't want to look back. Okay. You yeah, I don't want to wait till the challenge. Yeah, is done. I want to wait to see what 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 mm-hmm. I, if I can visually see that difference in 75 days. Mm-hmm. You know, do I? I make now. I know for me. Um, I see a difference when I look at myself because even though there hasn't been a dramatic weight loss, you know, there's not been a, um, it's only, I've only about nine or 10 pounds from a weight loss perspective, but body composition is drastically changed, you know, as far as decreased fat, increased muscle. You know right. that type of thing, and that's more important to me than, sure. than the number on the scale. Well, you're going to gain you know, weight. You're gonna right. gain weight I want to see. You know mass. what's my what's my waist size, and you know what you know what what do I look like when I put clothes on? You know, mm-hmm. do I look do I look appropriate? You know, do I look better? And that definitely, I see that change happening, which is good. Well, and proportionate. Everything's yeah. proportionate. Yeah, yeah. And that's important too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but you know the dietary thing. You know, we, we've talked about diet in the past. You know, and some people think I'm a little crazy. I'm a little. I, I go, I go far sometimes with things, but I do it for the purposes of experimenting with myself, right? Um, and I do it in an appropriate manner. Um, so it was interesting. That was my challenge over the weekend because I couldn't stick 100 percent to the way I normally. I didn't go crazy and I didn't cheat or anything like that. But I probably wouldn't have gone as far with. You know, I ate some things that I normally wouldn't eat um, because there really wasn't a lot of choice. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it was good. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I typically only eat one meal a day. Um, right, but it's a good one. It's oh yes, it's it's more. Yeah, I'm not starving myself in any way. You know, I am um, more than satisfied. So I take I take in on average about 2,500 calories a day is what I eat. Okay. You know. Now, what time of day do you usually do this? I, when I'm in my normal habitat, you know, my normal day, right. I will eat usually dinner. I do not eat breakfast or typically eat lunch. Okay. So um, I will eat dinner. What time um, is dinner at your house? Um, for five? me, it depends on it depends on my work schedule. 
Um, sometimes it can be as early as 4.30, and sometimes it's as late as 7 o'clock. You know, it really depends. It doesn't really matter what time of day I eat. It's just that I eat one meal and done. I eat until I'm full, and that's it, you know. Okay. But I, I don't eat carbohydrates at all, so I, you know, I eat pretty much protein and fat as the primary primary um makeup of my diet right well the carbohydrates is what makes everybody blimp out right right. absolutely because it's so unnecessary uh sugar right well and it's not required for human consumption so you know there's no there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate okay there are essential amino acids and and fatty acids from coming from protein and and Mm -hmm. fat but there are no essential carbohydrates uh, required by the human body Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of interesting that you know in in the standard american diet when about 60 percent of the diet is made up of carbohydrates that they're not necessary we wonder why we have this incredible ridiculous epidemic of obesity and type 2 diabetes and all of this stuff that's just out of control you know when you look back at you know photos and pictures and movies and documentaries about you know back in the 50s and 60s and you look at the beaches you didn't see fat people on the beaches no. you know you saw a lot of men with six-pack abs and you saw a lot of women with appropriate figures today it's just it's out of control walk into any walmart any day oh my god and view what you see okay you know, it's 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 truly amazing to me. You know, I'm I'm a people. I'm an observer. Okay, I observe yes. a lot. I look how people. You know, I, I I look at people. I look at how they walk. I look at how they move. I look at how they act. You know, and, and that's just something I'm always observing silently. You know, I'm not judging. I'm just observing all the time. You know, and it, it really amazes me. You know, and then when I see people in my age group and stuff like that, it's like wow. You know, Scary. Again, choices we make. But yes, if there's a call, let's go yeah, ahead and let's that. take it. Good morning, caller. You are on the air. Good with- morning, Eric. Good morning, Dr. Kerb. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you? Oh, I have a question. Yeah. I'm listening intently to you, and uh, I'm very interested in your dietary uh, um, practices. Right, right. And you had mentioned that you have one 2,500-calorie meal a day, yeah. and I was wondering what that meal would consist of to come to the 2,500 calories. Okay, that meal would consist of a approximately a pound and a half or so of um, a fatty steak or ground beef or whatever that has a high fat content, and then maybe four to four to six eggs with that, and that's it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and God bless you. <laughs> some salt and some water, and that's it. That's what I eat. Wow! I do not. Amazing. I don't eat fruits and vegetables. I don't eat any kind of grains. I don't eat any um, any processed oils. The only thing I will cook with is um, animal fats: butter, ghee, tallow, bacon fat. Um, I I eat pretty much any. I mean, I'll eat fish, but not. A lot. I mean, I have no problem with eating fish. I have no problem with eating chicken or pork. I just don't eat a lot of that. I pretty much stick to um, what are called ruminant animals. You know, like um, beef. Um, beef and lamb are pretty much the main protein sources that I take in. But fatty beef and fatty lamb, not lean stuff. It's fat. My goodness. And no eat. fruits, no vegetables. Either. No, no, not for a year and a half. 
Oh yeah. my heavens! Yeah, not for your. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, goes it's against everything doctors will tell. Absolutely you. will. Absolutely will. Um, and yet again, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, okay, we have three primary. Um, macronutrients that we always talk about, and that's protein, fat, and carbohydrates. And in order to, uh, for a human being to survive, there are you must eat protein. You have to have the essential uh, amino acids from protein in order to survive. You must have essential fatty acids from fat to survive. There is no nutritional requirement in a human being for carbohydrates of any kind, contrary to what some people will tell you. Okay. First of all, ask your doctor how much how much education they have in nutrition. First of all, that's you know they all they all toe the line of the American standard you know the standard American diet, which is made up of almost sixty percent carbohydrates. You know, and we again back fifty plus years ago when they started demonizing fat and saying to, you know people don't eat fat you know you're going to get a heart attack your arteries are going to clog biggest lie ever told um you know and and the fact that cholesterol is bad again biggest lie ever told actually a lot of the research that's come out showing that a higher ldl level is more protective of the cardiovascular system than it is detrimental contrary to what people will tell you um, and that what's more important is your triglyceride levels as far as, you know, your overall health. So, you know, there's been a lot of misinformation put out there. And over the last, you know, six, seven years, I've been really diving deep into it. I never thought I would get to a point when I first, you know, started investigating this form of eating. I thought it was the absolute craziest thing in the world. Um, and yet I decided, you know what, I'm going to test it out and see what happens. I says, I'm going to give it 30 days. Well, it's been a year and a half. <laughs> and um, I have never been more satiated and satisfied in what I eat. I never get bored. People say, well, it's so restrictive. It's like, well, it's a choice I make. You know, uh, type 2 diabetes is very restrictive. You know, obesity is very restrictive. You know, if you choose to, to, if you choose to get yourself into those points, yeah, you're very restrictive. You know, I, I'm, I'm working with someone who was, you know, a type 2 diabetic at 350 pounds on 160 units of insulin a day, totally disabled and can't function. Okay. Is that life restrictive? Absolutely. Okay. In the course of actually in October, it'll be one year that he has gone strict carnivore. And he has lost, he is approaching right now 100 pounds off. Wow. He is off all of his insulin, 160 units a day, he's on zero. He's off all of his blood pressure medication, all of his um, acid reflux, all of his, um, the statin drugs, all that stuff. He's off of all of his heart medication, he's off all of it. He's lost, right now he's at about 15 inches in his waist he's lost. And he can actually walk again, and he can actually, like, have a life again. Um, so, you know, again, it's a choice you make. Um, you don't have to do it. You might think I'm crazy or other people are crazy for doing it, but you know what? I don't know. I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I'm going to do what I think is most optimal for me, and... Um, and, and you can make such significant differences in a person's health. You decrease the inflammation. You you allow the healing process to occur. You're supplying the body with everything, the essential amino acids and, and fatty acids that it needs to build muscle and to survive. And um, that's all that's required. 
Do you do you feel that um, any dietary supplements would help in that area? See now, I'll tell you from personal experience. First of all, no no need to supplement. Okay, because you're getting if you're eating good quality ruminant meat with fat, you're getting all the nutrition that you need. Um, I did experience a little bit of an issue um, much later into it where I started having some cramping. Um, and so as a result of that, as I investigated it more, it was an electrolyte imbalance. And as I increased my uh, magnesium and potassium and sodium, um, that all balanced out and then I was fine. So mm. first of all, realize this. Another thing that was has been demonized is salt. Okay, I heavily salt. <laughs> okay, I salt everything. All right. So and I don't I don't hold back on that. Mm-hmm. And again, you, realize this. I am. I am exceptionally healthy. Okay. I have no health problems. Okay. I didn't do this because I had health problems. I did this because the more I read and the more I researched it, the more I realized how optimal it was. And that's what I'm looking for is optimizing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been around for a long time. I plan on living for a much longer time. And when I look at myself at my age, you know, and the condition that I'm in, you know, it, people in my age grew pale in comparison to the level of health I, I take no medication. I never have. I don't, you know, I function at a very high level, you know, and so that's a choice that I've made as far as it's not just about surviving, it's about optimizing. You know, I want to be a hundred years old and still have my wits about me and physically be able to do the things that I choose and want to do, you know. I just have one other quick question. Yeah. It might be a little on the personal side, that's but okay. if it is, you don't need to answer, of yep, course. No, absolutely. Anything uh, goes. But- <laughs> uh, do you get any regularly scheduled medical tests such as blood work or yeah um, so so yeah so just there there is a good, thank you for that question so yes so last year um i had to get um new life insurance okay and um you know when you're i'm in my mid 60s okay so a, a mid 60 year old man getting a life insurance policy is not the easiest thing to get um so i had to go through physical i had to go through extensive blood work and all that stuff and so i'm thinking okay what i'm i'm curious cuz i hadn't had blood work done in a while and i was just curious because i had been eating this way for a number of months prior to this exclusively and so when I had the blood work done, every single factor from blood sugar, you know, blood sugar levels to cholesterol levels to triglyceride levels to all the really important factors that A1C to all of those factors were in perfect parameters at the lower end of the parameters. My blood pressure was great. So because of those factors that came out in that physical and because at that time my father and mother are still alive. My dad was 93 years old. He just passed in February at 94. Okay. And my mother, it, she turns 90 in January because of the factor of the longevity in my life and, and the way that my blood work and, and everything turned out is that I was granted the highest rated um, health insurance that you can get. There's four different levels. Even my own wife couldn't get the same level of life insurance that I got. And my wife's not unhealthy, but my wife's father died at the age of 54 from heart disease. Okay, so just that that history alone knocked her down one level. Um, but I got the the best rated life insurance that you can get. So... 
You know, so it's like I am very confident in my blood work, and I have no problem with anybody ever wants to see that or or test me. Please do. I'd love to have it done. So, yeah. You know, I, when I get tested for um, blood work, which is usually only once a year, of course I get the, you know, the standard uh, admonition for cholesterol being a little bit on the high yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And What's your cholesterol it, level? What is? Do you know what it is offhand? Well, off. It, it's been six months. I really yeah. don't recall. It wasn't high, but it was what was considered a little on the high side. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's in 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 typically in the medical profession, everybody's considered on the high side. You know, <laughs> so you realize this is that you know forty fifty years ago when cholesterol became the the big deal. You know, the the initial levels that came out was that if you were under three hundred, you were fine. But what happened? And again, we look at. The pharmaceutical-based issue is that that wasn't profitable enough. Because see, they had they had the statin drugs; they needed a use for them, mm-hmm. so the sales weren't going real well. So what did they do? They just changed the criteria. They moved it from three hundred down to two hundred. As soon as that was done. Lipitor became the number one selling drug of all times, the most profitable drug ever produced, because they just fudged the numbers. They just changed the numbers. Now, again, realize this is that when you move fast forward into about 2015, which was, you know, eight years ago, you know, there was a bunch of research showing that LDL cholesterol was not contributory to to heart disease and to so forth. And they found that the inflammatory process from a high-carbohydrate diet was far more of a factor than not. And that um, triglycerides were more of the issue. And again, they're affected by your, your carbohydrate consumption. So all of a sudden, we just keep putting people on statin drugs all the time, lowering and lowering cholesterol levels. But you have to realize that, you know, your entire central nervous system, your brain, your nervous system, every single cell in your body has a significant amount of cholesterol that's necessary for survival and for optimal function. You have to realize that cholesterol, you know, and fat are the building blocks to all the hormones within your body. And so what we're doing now is we're forcing these cholesterol levels so low, and I say for the purpose of profit more than health, to the point that now what's happening is, and I don't know how old you are, but if you look back 50 years ago, how many people did you see with dementia and memory issues and Alzheimer's? I mean, that was rare. You saw the occasional old person who was losing it a bit. But now, move fast forward, you know, um, 50 years, and we have entire facilities, entire nursing homes dedicated to just memory care. When you're seeing people in their 40s and 50s starting to lose it with Alzheimer's and, and dementias, that's crazy because we've suppressed, we've suppressed cholesterol levels so dramatically low that it's affecting neurological function, you know? And I think that that stuff needs to be changed. That needs to be changed. I mean, it's gotten ridiculous, you know, where it's gone. I thank you so much for your time and your answers, and I hope you both have a great day. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I appreciate your call. Thank you. All right. Thank you, caller. What a great call. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, again, you know, you can judge. You can judge all you want, but, you know, I, I say, you know, do your own reading. Do your own research because that's how I, believe me, I didn't start out doing this. I mean, I just started back probably about, Seven or eight years ago, you know, I just started, actually it was six years ago, I, and, and I started, I was looking at just fats in the diet, you know, I was, and I just started reading a little bit about that and not even thinking where that was going to go. 
Um, then got into some interesting documentaries and, and got some interesting reading and some interesting books. And I went down the path of, you know, started learning more about the ketogenic diet. Which ketogenic diet is a is a very low carbohydrate diet, and that's like less than twenty grams of carbohydrates a day, uh, right. which is a very low carbohydrate diet. Um, the, it sure the, is. The the key the carnivore diet is a ketogenic diet. It's just gone a little bit more extreme, where it's a zero carbohydrate. Um, diet where there are no carbohydrates and there are no fruits and vegetables or anything like that added and and the reason for that is because um, again stepping back a little bit on how things evolved okay as as human beings as we evolved we evolved as as um, uh, hyper carnivores you know we basically ate the meat of ruminant animals and that's how our brains developed and that's how we became humans from primates or however whether you believe it doesn't matter whether you believe in creation or evolution or whatever but as we evolved you know our brains developed because of the higher fat content you know and stuff that we were taking in um so you have to realize that how does an animal protect itself okay an animal protects itself you know by by one of two ways it either runs to escape or it stands its ground and it fights Okay, so that's the way animals protect themselves. Now, take it to the other side. How do plants protect themselves? Plants are are rooted in the ground. Okay, plants can't run away. Okay, plants don't have a mechanism to bite you or scratch you or anything like that. So how do they defend themselves? They defend themselves with toxins. Okay, they produce toxins to protect themselves so that they're not all eaten up and destroyed. Where is the highest amount of the toxins built up? It's in the seed, you know. So, again, things like almonds, which we are touted as a health food. Do you realize that almonds, you know, you eat enough almonds, you know, you can get cyanide poisoning. Is there cyanide produced in almonds? That there were lectins produced in the skins of almonds. Okay. that So, things like oxalates and spinach. You know, again, spinach is a superfood. You know, very high in oxalates. You know, so if you have problems with, you know, kidney stones and, and gout and stuff like that, you shouldn't be eating high oxalate foods, which are pretty much all the quote healthy greens. You know, the kale, the collards, the, the spinach and all those things. So it's interesting that people don't realize this because, you know, we've been told all along that these things are quote healthy. And yet many people will have reactions to those things and will react, you know, very strongly to those. Um, certain foods like, um, limes, citrus, limes especially, celery, make you more photosensitive. So that was one thing. So for me, being very fair-skinned, you know, I I would burn pretty consistently. Okay, if I, if I stay out in the sun too long, I burn. You know, since I went to this and eliminated all those things, I do not get a sunburn anymore. I can be outside unprotected, meaning without a shirt or without sunscreen, and um, I do not get a sunburn. Okay, that never happened to me before this. That's really remarkable, okay. given yeah. how fair how fair skinned you are. Right, and and that's it. It was remarkable to me because I that was something that I really tested last summer, and again I really tested myself because um, um, I do not use sunscreen. Again, contrary to what you've been told, um, I'm not putting that toxic stuff onto my skin. You know, I just won't do it. Um, and again, you got to realize that's why we have melanin in our bodies. You know, that's why we have that. Now again. You know, people say, well, what about skin cancer and all that stuff? Well, you know, there are people that abuse those things, and there are other factors that come into play that people develop cancer for, not just because of pure exposure to sun. How in the world did we ever survive thousands of years ago? We didn't have sunscreen. People people ran around with loincloths on in the sun all the time. Right. You know, I mean, that was just the way it was. You know, yet now, you know, when you start reading research about 
sunscreen and wearing sunglasses and all the stuff, you know, that we're protecting ourselves from all the things that, you know, made us stronger and made us better. You know, we're, 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 we're dumbing down our bodies. You know, we're, we're stressing our bodies more and more. We should be stressing our bodies to be stronger, you know, like exercising, like eating the appropriate food, like being exposed to cold and to heat and being exposed to sun and, and so forth, you know, to, that, that have a hermetic effect on our bodies that, that do make us stronger. You know, so those are the type type of things that I look at. And again, it's not about just surviving; it's about optimizing. You know, and that's where people need to start looking at themselves. You know, people say, "Oh, I'm on a diet." You know, it's like you know, I know something. Most of those diets fail miserably. You know, I don't care if it's Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or any of those any of those things; they never work in the long run. Okay, because the problem is, as long as you stick to the program and you go in there and somebody is telling you what to do and you eat their product and stuff like that, you know, I've seen people lose incredible amounts of weight, have incredible transformations in their body and in their health. And then as soon as they go off the program, they go right back to where they were. They say less than 2% of people who lose weight keep it off. Right. You know, which means 98% don't. And, and you see that all the time. You see people yo-yo diet and you see them, you know, again, now here is we just went through Labor Day. So kids are back to school. So everybody's going to get back in the gym. You know, you'll see the, you'll see the why and all the gyms fill up right now. You'll see everybody on their diet. That'll last about two to three weeks and then you'll see it all go down. Right. You know, and then, you know, and New Year's again, it's the same time. It's always in, you know, it's always September and January are always the times that, you know, there's a dramatic increase in gym memberships and you know in weight weight control situations because people are going to really get their act together this time that's right you're going to do it this time yeah and then the holidays come and then yeah and then we always have an excuse you know it's it's not easy when you're right it's not easy when you're in a situation where especially in the way that i eat um you know when you get in a situation like a holiday or whatever you know to discipline yourself not to you know to indulge um and it's a, and it's not to say that I would never eat something off of my diet no i i I would you know once in a great while, but it would never become a habit you know so you know it's just it's just something that just you know again it's it's always a, it always comes down to a choice that you make. That's right. Um, you know, and so you can choose to do that or you can choose not to. But people say, well, it's so hard. It's like, yeah, you know what? Do you think I particularly like, you know, doing all those things? No. Sometimes I'm, I, I'm because my diet has changed so much and because I have, my body has adapted so well. My body is incredibly fat adapted so that I really respond to it extremely well. I have eliminated all cravings. I cravings for nothing. Okay, that's that's was that was a life changer for me. Not even coffee. No, not even coffee because I gave up coffee over a year Ugh. ago. And you know what? It's funny because I will smell coffee and I still love the smell of coffee. And a couple of times I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to taste it. And I've tasted it and said, absolutely not. I have no desire to have this at all. You know, so that was and, and for people who knew me, I mean, I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. You know, I was an eight to ten cup of coffee a day drinker, all right, and um, and I let it all go, and I've never regretted it. It's been over a year now, and I've let it go and never had a problem with it. You know, so when people have addictions, you know, I mean, it's real. I mean, let me tell you something: a sugar addiction is no different than a heroin addiction. That's right. Okay, yeah, you can still function. Okay, yes, you can. But you know what? Look at our look at our healthcare system. Our healthcare system is being broken alone by just type two diabetes. And type two diabetes should not even exist. It exists we create type two diabetes by what we shove down our throat every single day. 
Okay, so if you have type two diabetes, I love when people say, "Well, well, I got it under control." I'm taking for for that person that I was dealing with 160 units of injectable insulin a day. Do you realize that what that was doing to his liver and his pancreas and his body and the breakdown and the the physical mess that he was in? And they just kept upping it, upping it until he made the decision to say, "I'm not going to do this anymore." You know, and really has dramatically transformed his life. Okay, another patient I'm working with who, you know, a, a young woman who for four years did not have a menstrual cycle, you know, and that's not healthy. No. You know, no menstrual cycle at all, four years running, and she's in her early 30s, okay? You know, putting her on this diet, being very strict, and she got a little frustrated. She had no problem with the diet. She was good with it. You know, the eating, and t- she had no problem with it at all, but she was getting frustrated because months were going by and nothing was happening. And I said, just be patient. There's a healing process that must occur. You're not going to see these things happen overnight. You realize you've abused yourself for so many years, and now you expect it to just go away in in the, in the flash. You know, well, it took five months, and in, in month five, all of a sudden, her period restored. And her period's been regular ever since. You know, so those are the kind of things that you, you have to, you know, make the decision. You know, is it worth it for me to be able to do that? Can I make the changes that I need to make, you know, in order to change my health? We could change, honest to God, the health of so many people. You know, people sometimes think I'm anti-medicine. I'm not. It's necessary for a lot of things. But that's all they do is they, you know, in, in medicine, that's all that's done is you either... You know, either something is underactive or it's overactive. And we've learned to make chemicals that make it, make hyperactive, you know, slow down and make hypoactive speed up. And that's our healthcare system. They don't cure anything. You know, it's just, you know, it's just changing the speed at which it's working. You know, when in fact, when you start altering your diet, in chiropractic, when you start freeing up the, the interference within the central nervous system through chiropractic adjustments, and when you start cleaning up your diet, you know, and getting it really tuned in and dialed into the right, you know, human-appropriate diet, all of a sudden, some very, very dramatic things can happen and change. Irrelevant, and it's interesting, because sometimes people say, well, I'm too old, you know, I'm, I'm too old to make a change. Oh, no, you're not. You know, as long as you got a breath in your life, you can make a change, you know, and you can, and you can really make things shift in a much more positive way. You know, and, and for me, it's not about the quantity of my life, but it is about the quality of my life. Amen. And when you're dealing with, you know, when you're 200 pounds overweight and you're injecting insulin into your body every day and then all the other ramifications that come along with that, that is not a wonderful way to live. No, imagine how tough you are having to put up with that extra weight, with all the poison you're putting right. in it, with the medicines, I mean, constantly, the body and, is and amazing then thing. You've been led to believe that by putting that medicine into your body, that you can go about your life the way you've been doing it, and that means eating whatever you want to eat. You know, so eating that half a dozen donuts and drinking that six pack of beer, you know, and doing all the you can keep doing that because you know what you're taking a statin drug for your cholesterol, you're taking your diabetic, you know, injection of insulin or your metformin or whatever. You're taking all of these things to to change the level levels within your body is that healing you absolutely not absolutely not keep in the numbers oh my god and here we go it's already the end of the show can you believe it i've got about an hour left of material left to talk about so at least yes so we'll continue that in a couple weeks that's right well listen thank you so much dr ken curbs for joining us today on ask the pro now his office is located at seven 41 Davison Road here in the city of Lockport. If you'd like to have a consultation with a good doctor, give his office a call at 434 
0671-434-0671. Until then, Doc, we got about uh, 25 seconds left. Final thoughts. Oh, my God. Don't put that kind of pressure on me. Um, <laughs> have a great day. Life is good. It should be good. It Absolutely. should be good for everybody. You know, Get yourself together. Start making the commitments to yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Right on. If you walk two miles into the woods, remember, you got to walk two miles back Absolutely. out of the woods. I'm here to help you.